Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one creepin' minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And I'm Ellie Coluccio. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me back. Happy Friday, guys. Yeah, happy Friday. So today we are going back to minute 30, which starts... With uh, Grandma Lorraine telling uh, telling uh, Marlene that uh, Grandpa George threw his back out again, again, and ends with Grandma Lorraine telling the story about how thirty years ago Marty tried to prove he wasn't a chicken, thus fulfilling Lorraine's destiny throughout time and space as the deliverer of exposition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, never forget that thing that happened. George, uh, threw his back out in a golf course accident. And is now hanging upside down, because in the future, that's what you do. Yeah, it's a machine called an ortholev. Oh. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, and, uh, apparently, (laughs) when he says... He threw out he threw out his back while playing uh on the golf course. Apparently this is a lie and I don't I don't know where we find this out. Wait. I might be oh it's the novelization I think. Um he actually did not throw his back out on the golf course. He actually threw it out because he was hit by a flying car that fell from the sky. What? Why would you create a lie? Why would you why would you say it was the golf course? And no, I got hit by a car falling out of the sky. That's no I don't one's know. fault. I don't know. I don't know. Unless unless George was uh, up to his it. old bird watching uh bird watching uh, yeah. ways. What, Marlene? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, still, still creeping, still creeping after all these years. <laughs> still creeping. You know, um, what's his face isn't doing a bad Crispin Glover impression to his. Yeah. To Jeff, his- Jeffrey Wiseman is his name. Mm. Um, I mean, you can hardly tell with him being upside down and all. Yeah. Right. If you, if you see pictures of him though, uh, mm. right side up. It literally looks like like Silence of the Lambs, like he's wearing Crispin Glover's face. Ugh. Like it's really creepy. Um, what a face to be wearing! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, oh, uh, speaking of weird, uh, we were watching. I think you were like getting. I think you were going to the bathroom, but I, I was talking to Ali, and I was like watching the clip, and I now agree with you. I do think they did something to alter Michael J. Fox's voice. Yeah, yeah, it does sound a little auto tuny. Yeah, maybe not auto tuny, but they definitely they did something. Um, oh my god, this is so creepy. Okay, I'm going to show you guys this picture. <laughs> okay, what is this of, of him right side up? <laughs> This is a man's actual human face, though, that we're about to react to. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not, because he's got make. He's oh, wearing... Oh, that is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just, like... I thought you were, I thought this was going to be, like, a photo of just him as a person. No, because he, he doesn't look anything like Crispin Glover. He, looks, he just does a good impression. You know what he looks like? He looks like... 
um like an unca- like he, he looks like he's in the Polar Express version of Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one of those Max Headroom uh creatures from oh, the, from the cafe 80s. Yeah. He looks like young Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's so messed up. He just he looks like he's he's wearing his face as a mask. They got the nose completely wrong. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> the, the nose is what I think breaks it. I think everything else could work, but the nose is just so wrong. Well, it's because it's because Crispin Glover's nose is is small and Jeffrey Wiseman's nose is just it's just bigger. It's a bigger he has a bigger nose just gotcha. naturally. Um but uh yeah, it's uh it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable to look at. Uh but you but know he, looks he, had, okay. he had fun. Yeah, he had a good time on the set, made some money. Yeah. Yeah. What else did he do? Uh not not a whole lot after that, I don't think. Um He didn't play he like was... the creepy thin haired man in Charlie's Angels too. I don't <laughs> no, I don't think so. I know, that was still Christmas Club. I don't think he did. He he uh I mean he he just he he just did like a bunch of like small stuff, I think. Okay. After that. Nothing wrong with that. Um you know, because he he was in like a lot of he was in a lot of stuff, but it's all just like super minor roles and things, yeah. you know? Recasting is always so weird in movies because you don't want to be like that fan that's like it's right. not the same, but it is just it's always so awkward, like that transition. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's awkward in Iron Man 2 when – Okay, so like, so question. At this point, is it awkward watching Iron Man and it's Terrence Howard? Like Rhodey? I would say so. Okay. I think it's weird that it's Terrence Howard in the first one and not – not, they should, I mean, they should, he's not roadie now. <laughs> they should go back I in. I know. I think it's just weird that he's just not roadie now. Yeah. Because yeah. I still think of it as just like, I, I, Terrence Howard is roadie. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Je- Jeffrey Wiseman. I mean, he did, he did a, he did a good job, but it, it's just, it's. And it's a cool idea that they did where they hang him upside down so you can't tell. Yeah, and like and George is in the movie little enough to where it it it, it works in the con in the flow of the narrative, you're not like immediately thrown off that that isn't Crispin Glover, you know. Right. It's interesting though, uh when when we talk about the other drafts uh later in the episode, it's interesting the evolution of what they were going to do with George because Originally, they were just told that Crispin Glover wanted to have nothing to do with the sequel unless he was paid more than everyone else. And they were like, well, that's not going to happen. Sorry. No. Uh, And so they wrote him out of the movie. Yeah. So they were going to write him out of the movie. And then uh, then he was like, well, maybe I'm I'm interested. So they wrote him back into the movie and then he was like, ah, no, just kidding. I want the, the, the amount of money I asked for originally. Mm-hmm. And so now they, so then they were like kind of stuck where they can't get rid of him totally, but they can tone it, tone down the role enough that maybe they can find somebody who does a good impression. 
Um, but yeah, it's actually really similar to uh, a season long um, story arc on Ballers. Is it? Yeah, where like a guy's like, I want more money, and then they're like, okay, we'll replace you, and it's like, I'm just kidding, but. But no, seriously, I do want more money. Yeah, <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> if I get more money, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, I uh, love dollars. <laughs> How is that? It is. I follow. I follow The Rock on Instagram, so like I always see him like post stuff about it, and I was like, mm, I don't know, that's that. my show. You know, it's like it's like the fun parts of like early Entourage, where hmm. it's just like, oh, this is fun, and this is a world I don't would never see and like the rock is really charming that's fine <laughs> I, w- I feel like i would mainly watch it for the rock yeah and i actually like kind of like i like football so it's like oh fun this is like the business side of the game hmm. uh <laughs> i well I, I also like um what's his name K- kettner kettner dave kettner yeah dave kettner he's in it too right oh mm-hmm. no rob you're thinking of rob cordry Oh, Rob Corddry, yeah, Rob Rob Corddry, I like, um, and he's in it. Uh, so it also has like a lot of like corporate drama, which I'm like, is I'm that's like catnip for me. Like anytime I throw <laughs> oh, yeah. like Mad Men, you know, it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So ballers. Oh no, stuff. no, that's good. Yeah, that's some good stuff. And there's like minimal. There's like not as much gross misogynic misogynistic stuff as you would think, considering like the ad campaign for those shows are always like bikinis. It, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's you know not really I mean? female characters on the show, but like the female yeah. characters that are on the show are like pretty, like they're not. You know yeah. what I hate on premium cable shows? Yes, I yeah. hate it when they use shots of women in bikinis as transitions. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Where it's, or it's, like, where it's literally like you guys the Fast tra- and the Furious movies too. Oh God, yeah. I hate that. Or it's crazy. like raid. Where it's like, okay, we have to go from our house to. The bad guy's house, and then it's like pool top party, girls getting <laughs> so out of pools. Oh, it's so annoying. Reggaeton playing. Oh. <laughs> um. So Lorraine brought pizza. So, so much pizza. Classic oh Grandma pizza. Lorraine move is bringing yeah. like a bunch of pizza. I brought all this pizza. Isn't that such a grandma thing though? Like just ordering yeah. a yeah. lot of food on like a Friday night for people. Yeah. Although I will say, I mean, look, we're, we're like, I, I doubt this will come up when she actually rehydrates the thing later. But like, it's only one pizza. Like everybody takes a slice. I remember, and it was just like most of the pizza's gone already. It's just like, how are we gonna eat all that food? I was like, pretty easily. I think there's like eight <laughs> of you. What? Are you? <laughs> she only brought one pie. <laughs> yeah, she only brought one pizza. Well, oh ever God. since the food rationing, Scott, of 2015. Um, and then we cut to we cut to doc and marty stuck in traffic (laughs) and uh and doc says old jennifer gets home about now (laughs) it's just like thanks buddy (laughs) well no it's just like how long have you been stalking this family in 2015 like you know this is when she usually gets home you don't just know my schedule. You know my wife's schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's creepy. What what part of that sentence is the creepiest? I think it's usually. It's usually. That's it's yeah. definitely usually. Yeah. 
Out of all the times that I've watched her come home from work, usually it's usually around this, it's this time. One. Anytime Ooh. you've done you've done something enough for there to be an aggregate result. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Usually when I like light something on fire in the microwave. It, <laughs> <laughs> normally when I'm locked out of the apartment, this happens. <laughs> Uh, well, usually when I'm on cocaine, I'm like this. <laughs> normally, if they find me, normally if, if I'm tranked out in an alleyway, the <laughs> cops will find me and take me home safely. <clears throat> usually. 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 <laughs> that, that's a whole different use of the word usually. <laughs> that, that's creepy in a whole. I was like, okay, what do they do when they don't take you home? <laughs> Actually, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Because they only usually take you home. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then Doc gets rear display paranoia. Uh, yeah, he thought a cab was following him. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But is it? I gotta say, I prefer Biff telling a taxi to follow the DeLorean <laughs> to Doc just randomly saying, oh, I thought that taxi was following us. How is a taxi following you? You're stuck in rush hour traffic. All the cars are following you. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what would make that scene even better? If Marty was asleep and he was just talking to Einstein. <laughs> oh, that would make that would, that would make every scene in the movie better. <laughs> Marty's always asleep, and Einstein's always like, "Oh, yeah. oh, I love Einstein. He's so fluffy." Yeah, I know. He's very, he's, he always looks kind of wet. Yeah, <laughs> like he the does. ends of him always look kind of wet, like a little yeah. bit damp. Yeah. yeah, he's probably he's probably got that. He's probably got a real deep dog smell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so then you just get this random bit of exposition scene, uh, and then, <laughs> then we go back to, uh, to the McFly residence and grandma, grandma Lorraine is complaining about their, uh, their, uh, scene screen mm-hmm. is what they call their it. Their window. Now. Yeah. Their window. Their window. Uh, And apparently the scene screen repairman came over. The reason it's broken is because the scene screen repairman showed up and called Marty a chicken. And, you know, Marty, I mean, I think think by Marty Marty turned into a rage monster and threw him out. Yeah, because like Lorraine, I think Lorraine says like, well, you know, your father loses all control over himself when he's called a chicken, which is like. Not okay. No. <laughs> no. It's ridiculous. Oh, but what what was the screen what was the scene screen repairman doing calling his customer a chicken? A chicken. I was gonna say why yeah, how does that come out? Like how I does that what hey, was that mind, conversation? Would you mind getting going into the attic to get like a ladder? Nah, I'm okay. What are you, chicken? You know, listen here, you piece of shit, and then like fight. <laughs> Go how about you upgrade to the HD package? Ah, uh, no, that's okay. I'm I'm all right with what I got. Oh, what are you? <laughs> what chicken? are you, chicken? <laughs> you know, uh, you could probably you know just sign up for Apple TV and save some money on cable. Ah, I don't know how to work any Apple stuff. Ah, what are you, chicken? <laughs> I just yeah, what a weird situation. Uh, I and uh, honestly, that 
repairman should be fired for bad customer service. Have you ever, have either of you ever been called a chicken, like, seriously? Not since I was a kid. Not seriously. Yeah, maybe when I was eight. Yeah, and, like, like plenty of friends are like, hey, come out with us. Like, no, chicken. But, like, with malice in their heart. (laughs) Hey. What are you, chicken? You're a chicken. (laughs) You're a fat, stupid bird that we eat. (laughs) (laughs) That would mean a lot more than actually calling a person chicken. You were bred in less than humane conditions for your meat <laughs> and eggs. You can't even walk properly. You've never even seen the sun. You're a chicken. And not even like a free-range chicken, like just a chicken chicken. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go in a machine and come out the other end a nugget. Your boobs are all weird because they put chemicals in you to make the nugget better <laughs> you're a chicken. Uh, oh, man. So dumb. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. This whole chicken thing is ridiculous. It's just I feel like I feel like Back to the Future is so you know it, it, we we speak so highly of it on a screenplay level on a, on a on a technical level, and it just sucks that the sequel like the linchpin of two and three is this weird chicken thing and like <laughs> so much matters because of this dumb affectation they give Marty. <laughs> But you know what's funny is because uh, I just finished replaying the video game recently and it never comes up in that video game <laughs> because the makers of that game know how stupid this chicken thing is. It's dumb. It's a dumb. It's dumb. Chickens are dumb and so is this. <laughs> That's all we play. I feel yeah. like wasn't there a children's book or a children's movie where like. The character like had a pet chicken, and I know, I know, I know. Gonzo was married to one, but <laughs> sorry, like, I just love that that sentence. No, you're fine. <laughs> Gonzo was married. I know Gonzo was married to a chicken, but there's a different chicken. It's more like a domestic partnership than I think like a marriage. He, yeah, it could be like they're they're. Their significant others who live together. It's definitely a romantical relationship. Though. Yeah, no, no. Gonzo, Gonzo is sexually attracted to Camilla. Yeah, <laughs> I think Camilla just For thinks sure. that Gonzo is her owner. Though I think Camilla is a chicken and, yeah. does, <laughs> and therefore has no feelings. Does not Gonzo. have the mental capacity to understand what's like, happening. I've seen her like cuddle Gonzo before in like the way that like a pet yeah, would cuddle their own. Remember when Camilla covered all of FU by Narles Barkley? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's a new Muppets canon. Yeah. <laughs> everything else I like, every, I like every, everything on. before the Jason Segel movie are now Muppet legends. I like uh, Camilla as uh, Gonzo's uh, stuffed animal in Muppet Babies. In Muppet Babies, oh, yeah. yeah. Muppet <laughs> Babies like one of the greatest animated series of all time. Mu- the thing about Muppet Babies is growing up with Muppet Babies, it prepared me for a future where Scooter was one of the popular Muppets, and that's not the case. And Skeeter doesn't exist at and all. And Skeeter doesn't exist anywhere outside of that. And it makes me really, really sad. Yeah, it's weird that this one universe, he had, like, a, a twin sister. I, what happened to her? Yeah, like, what happened to her? <gasps> well, A, what happened to Walter? Is something that I've never been able to get to the goddamn bottle, like, bottom of. 
Uh, Muppet Talk. Muppet Talk. Uh, Nick and Scott. <laughs> you guys uh, wanted to know what we were going to do after this? I'm going to find out what happened to Skeeter. <laughs> it's going to be like cereal. Oh, man. I hope Sarah Kane uh, goes into what happened to the female. To stat what happened to Skeeter. Oh, God. That would be the greatest is, season of cereal show, ever. Unlike the original Muppet show, Scooter was like the son of the guy who owned the theater. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe she's just, maybe, <clears throat> clearly she she split town before the Muppet show started happening. I what think the nanny? I think the next time that they, you know, because, like, the Muppet show has been canceled, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think the next time that the Muppets come back, you know, in, like, hopefully, like, maybe two or three, four years, I think... I think they could do with finally like letting Skeeter into like the canon. I think that oh would be Oh my really- god. Uh Nick, in like 5 5 years when we're like professional screenwriters, let's yes. pitch a Muppet movie about Scooter trying to find out what happened to his sister. <laughs> he's just yes. he's cuz I loved Scooter on the Muppet sitcom. Search for Skeeter. The yeah, search, the search for, Skeeter. for Skeeter. It could be like <laughs> Scooter could be like just like it'd be something really innocuous like he's making a sandwich and it's <laughs> He just drops the butter knife. Oh my like, god! I had a sister. <laughs> I do like Muppet runs to like Kermit's office. <laughs> Kermit, Kermit, I had a sister. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, Skeeter. <laughs> Skeeter. Skeeter. Her name was Skeeter. Skeeter. We don't remember. We just didn't we live together. Say anything because you seemed really <laughs> adamant about not remembering her. Skeeter, Skeeter we lived together when we were babies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Skeeter. <laughs> oh, man. Him, so. <clears throat> so good. Um, anyway, <laughs> that was a weird tangent. <laughs> Camilla ends up being the linchpin. She's the only one who knows. Where yeah, Skeeter she's is. like the she's like the BB-8 of this of this movie. <laughs> oh my god, I'm ready to pitch this Disney now. <laughs> so. Uh, Okay, so oh my god, um, it would be it would be the Muppets three. Yes. Oh yeah, it would be. It'd be yeah. called the Muppets three: The Search for Skeeter. The Muppets three: The Search for Skeeter. Oh man. Oh, yes. So good. Um. So okay, so looking at the paradox draft, <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to get things, trying to steer us back on course. Uh, one of the differences is that. <clears throat> George says that he threw his back out on uh, or while playing slam ball. <laughs> sure. I don't buy it, George. The sport called slam ball. It's either a sport no called slam ball. ball or that's what uh, George and Lorraine call their bedroom activities. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> That's honestly more likely because there's no way in hell George McFly is playing anything called Slam Ball. Yeah, Yeah, at like 75 or however old he is here. Unless he like totally goes through like a, I'm never going to (laughs) die. So uh, Lorraine mentions that the window is still broken. Good. And then 
George says, maybe, maybe we should buy them a new one. We can afford it. <clears throat> and Lorraine says, no, George, Marty would take that as an insult. He'd think you were reminding him that he can't afford it. And George says, I just want to help out. And Lorraine says, and listen to the logic here. This is, this is insane. Okay. Well, you know, Marty, he's, o- he's always so overly concerned about what people think about him, <laughs> what they say about him behind his back. How many times have we heard it? Mom, I can't let them think I'm cheap. I can't le- let them think I'm not with it. I can't <laughs> let them think I'm a chicken. <laughs> Kids, I just want you to be clear. Your father is a sad, sad man. <laughs> with a very little, very little sense of self-worth. Get out of there, Jennifer. Get out of that relationship. Run. <laughs> oh, man. Kids, you can't let other people matter as much as your father lets them matter. (laughs) It's true. Oh, it's so weird. Um, You know, that is kind of weird, though, because, you know, for all of George's shortcomings, he was never, like, he was always kind of, he was somewhat proud of of his passions, you know? He He never tried to be anything that he, you know, he chose to retreat from Yeah, no, he was ashamed of his passions, but... He was not a proud person. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so but he, he wasn't was, into- he was, Yeah, he was like he was fine with people shutting him down. He just took it. Yeah. And he, but he made no effort to like, oh, maybe if I like do this, they'll like me or like if I if I'm I, he never wanted to be anything more than he was. Well, or I mean, that's not entirely true. Remember there's that scene where uh, they were all making fun of Marty, and he was laughing with them because he wanted to be one of one of the. Games. Oh, that's I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so so so, okay. yeah. so they're both pieces of shit. <laughs> Very good. Basically. Um. So the mystery of the of the hospital in the '67 draft. Right. Ooh. Yeah. So we're at the hospital, and they walk inside, and the uh. The newest building of the hospital, the newest wing, is uh, being part of a dedication ceremony. There's TV cameras and everything everywhere. And uh, caterers are pushing things called hover carts around. They're levitating dollies loaded with food. Mm -hmm. And a speaker introduces Lorraine McFly, the guest of honor. Lorraine McFly is 77 years old. She steps up to the podium And she says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as many of you know, my husband died two years ago. And Marty, Marty reacts with horror because he's just like, oh, my dad's dead. (laughs) And I'm finding out from my mom in front of all of these people. Uh, (laughs) Also, George died in 2013. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, So his final request was that his entire fortune be given to this hospital for the construction of a new emergency facility. Aww. That seems oddly specific. That's yeah. Nice. Well, so there's a story behind it. Okay. So he <laughs> says that uh, that no one wanted this hospital that they're in um, back in the in the 70s or in the back in the 60s in the late 60s. Uh, you can probably guess what year exactly. Sure. Um, uh, Hill Valley said, we don't need this hospital. We already have a hospital. Uh, the Hill Valley community hospital is unnecessary. But when George McFly was critically injured in an automobile accident, 
the hospital, the 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 other hospital was five miles away, and if they had been able to, if they had gone there, he would have died on the way to the hospital. But because this hospital existed, they got to the hospital at a time, and he was fine. It's funny. He never told me how he got into that automobile accident. <laughs> and then from heaven, um, here what, Lorraine? <laughs> what? Uh, and then, then the she says, and this this was the hospital that Hill Valley thought we didn't need. Well, we needed it, right? So then, Marty Oliver uh, Queen, sees, <laughs> Marty sees Griff in the distance. And Griff is making a, a a motion like "come here." He's gesturing with his face to okay. come here. Okay. I can only imagine what that would have looked like on the screen. I know. And uh, <laughs> you're making all these biff ripples. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marty runs the opposite direction. Excuse me. Um, and uh, and so then Marty is, is he's trying to go in the other direction, and he bumps into an elderly man in a futuristic wheelchair. And Patrick the elderly Stewart? man is Biff, <gasps> nearly bald, with only a few strands of white hair. Nearly bifocals. bald, yeah, bifocals. How can he be uh, nearly bald? <laughs> and uh, and Biff says, "What are you looking at, Budhead?" And Marty's like, "Oh, nothing." And then. Hey, and then Biff, he starts to walk away, and then Biff's like, "Hey, I know that guy, but it can't be." And then <laughs> Lorraine says, "Gives me great pleasure to dedicate the George F. McFly Memorial Wing to Hill Valley Community Hospital." And then that mention of George McFly makes Biff realize what who a that was. Okay. Who that was? And he's like, "McFly, Marty McFly, Marty, hey Marty," and then Marty. Is trying to get away. Griff is tr- chasing him from the other direction, and uh, and then McFly, Griff says, "McFly, I thought I told you I didn't want to see you again until you had my homework done." And Hack says, "You know what happens when you don't do what Griff tells you." Spike says, "We kill you." <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> is- so. They're not just getting their their but what was it? What was it earlier this week? Their 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 drump crumps their, or what was their, it? Their, their, their crags numped. Their yeah. crags numped. Their crags numped. No, uh, this guy's about to get murdered. And then and then <clears throat> and then Marty says uh, I don't really like to discuss this with you. I'd really like to discuss this with you, but hey, look over there. And then they all fall for it. And Marty uh, punches Griff in the jaw and then runs away. <clears throat> and Griff says, get him. And they chase after him on foot. And then Biff says, what the hell does my grandson have to do with this? Which is just like, okay, that's awkward cool. exposition. So we go into a chase sequence where Marty runs into a caterer, pushing the hover co- cart, knocking it over, breaking it. And then leaping onto a hoverboard, which he has just created. He's invented a hoverboard. Um, Much in the way he invented the skateboard in 1955 out of a a scooter, he's invented the hoverboard out of the the hover carts. He should also invent hip-hop. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's coming up next, right? Yeah. So Griff, Griff and the and the gang are coming after him. 
And uh, Marty grabs onto the back of a passing pickup truck, as he does. As he's wont to do. It's a yeah. classic McFly move. The gang is amazed, is what it says. <laughs> oh, my God. Biff uh, scratches his head and, and says, eh, there's something familiar to all this. Um, <laughs> and then Marty looks back at the gang, and he's got a smirk on his face, and he waves at them, not realizing that the truck he's hooked onto is also going into the up-traffic-only lane. No! The, the truck lifts upward, pulling Marty skyward. And then Marty realizes that the board drops out from under him, and now he's <laughs> hanging by one hand from the back of the flying pickup. Oh, and then geez. Griff and the gang are all laughing at him, and then Griff yells, Hey, McFly, did you forget? Maglivs don't work more than six inches off the ground. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a first draft way to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's an incredible first draft way of saying that. Um, so then the pickup truck is going higher and higher. He's now 300 feet in the air. Oh, geez. Marty is slipping. It, he looks down. It looks like he's going to die. His hand flip, slips further. Um, he grabs the tailpipe with his free hand. This truck is just flying through traffic. The tailpipe breaks. Marty plummets. Isn't the tailpipe, like, extremely hot? You yeah. would think so. Maybe <laughs> maybe the tailpipe isn't used in flight? Uh, because it wouldn't be doing, it wouldn't be <clears throat> emitting exhaust, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Sure. I don't know. Or maybe it's burning um, the shit out of his hand and he's screaming bloody murder the, this <laughs> entire sequence. But then, Doc's flying van, thanks <gasps> to the thanks to the nose power of Einstein. Yeah, Einstein! Oh my God! Catches Marty mid-fall into the back of the van, and then Marty falls into the van and says, "Doc, thank God!" And then Doc says, "Not God, I need." <laughs> And no then God. Michael J. Fox rides on the top of the van, turns <sighs> into a werewolf. <laughs> I prefer this, honestly. That's a really cool little sequence. I bet it was yeah. too expensive. I bet, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's probably, they were probably, I, I imagine Bobby Z like read that draft of the script and was like, I don't know how the hell we're going to pull that off. What if instead of playing that line for laughs, it's like, oh, thank God, thank God. Oh God, I need. <laughs> oh, there's no God. That's the most important lesson. It just going. goes really dark with it. Oh it's man! Really a man in the sky made all of this with a flick of his freaking fingers. Give me a break. Oh uh, yeah, but I I'm a big fan of that sequence. It's a really good sequence. I just love that Einie did it. Yeah. Yeah, Einie. Yeah, Einie used uh used his his super nose. Well, he is part bloodhound. He is part bloodhound. <laughs> Somehow. And he has uh, that uh, aroma bionic thing, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Super smell vision I think somebody's yeah. earned himself a nap. The smell, va- the smell master 5000 from Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Netflix. Um, is it really? Oh, oh, the TV show. I was talking about the movie. The Macaulay I, thought the, movie. I thought the movie was on Netflix. I could be wrong. Maybe it is. I don't know. All uh, right. Well, that's all I got for this minute, and that's all we got for the week, I think. 
Who was Ooh, it? Good week. Yeah, really good week. Wait, we, we were talking about, okay, for some reason, hearing about Griff, it reminded me of when we discovered that Biff almost had a daughter and we almost had like a girl Biff. Yeah, Tiff, Tiff Tannen. Tiff. And someone on, on Twitter said that um, Busy Phillips should play Tiff. Yes. <laughs> the most amazing casting I've ever heard. Yeah, I, I just yeah. wanted to shout that out on the show. I thought that was genius. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's perfect. Yeah. Tiff Tannen. Yeah, Tiff, Tiff Tannen was going to be Jennifer's bully mm. in the sequel. Because uh, she would have been uh, Biff's daughter in 1985. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, man. Yeah, that, w- that was so good. Busy Phillips is, like, perfect for that. She was um, so good in Thrilling Adventure Hour, like, every time. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks for coming Allie? on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thanks you. for having me, guys. It was so much fun. We'll have to have you back for part three. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite part of part three? <sighs> it's been a really long time. Sure. But I actually did see three, I think, uh, in the movie theater for my birthday. Nice. Nice. Um, I don't, I love when they, uh, oh, see, I like the end. When you find out that their kids are named Jules and Vern. <laughs> and, I don't know and, why. and Jules is like pointing at his crotch for some reason. <laughs> what up? I'm Jules, bitch. <laughs> I just, I can't wait to talk about that minute. I think, I honestly think we did this entire excursion just to get to those last minutes of part three so we can talk about Vern pointing to his crotch for some reason. <laughs> The weirdest oh. thing. Um, I, I do. I like the whole like n- turning the uh, the s- steam engine into the the time machine, like getting it up to eighty eight miles an hour. Oh yeah, that's a good. That's some good stuff. There's some good stuff in there for sure. When did Action three packed. become? Okay, I remember like in the early two thousands, people were like, "Oh, Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part Three isn't good. Like, it's the one that's not good. Like." Like, Thunderdome yeah. isn't good. Back to the Future 3 isn't good. And then, like, something happened, and now we're, like, gener- every time, like, Back to the Future 3 comes up, it's now, like, oh, I love that one. Like, that's actually the hidden good one. Two is, like, the weak one. And I guess I'm just curious when that happened, because I agree with that, too. But I, I feel, feel like, it was, like it's an age thing. It was, like, a shift. I, 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 I think, yeah, I think when you're younger. So I don't think it's a time thing. I think it's the it's an age thing. So okay. I think when oh, we were younger, like, it's not cool anymore. It's not cool, right? And then you realize, oh wait, no, that's stupid. It's actually good. It's yeah, kind of actually- like you're not hearing people complain about Return of the Jedi as much anymore. Yeah, Jedi is my freaking favorite. I love Jedi. Wow, it's the it's the second best time they reuse the plot of New Hope. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> my favorite line my favorite line bar none in uh in force awakens is when uh leia says something like when have you ever done anything useful and don't say the death star that's <laughs> uh, really great <laughs> i don't care that you've helped blow it up three times <laughs> i'm doing a fourth oh man um yeah, so uh so yeah, we'll definitely we'll have you back on. Uh probably sometime during the train sequence. I love it. Yeah. 
That'll Thanks. be a good time. The great train um, robbery. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, no idea who our guest will be next week, uh, but we will be back. And uh, in the meantime, you can go to our website, duelinggenre.com, uh, where that's the home for all of our podcasts. Uh, this one, the post of this episode and past episodes and all the other episodes of Back to the Future Minute, as well as The Doctor's Companion, our weekly Doctor Who podcast, where we tackle every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. And then there is Geek by Night, our original audio drama about uh, comic nerds who have superpowers and uh, are uh, growing up, becoming more mature. Um, and it's uh, about that struggle of uh, trying to keep your nerd roots, but also maybe get a little more mature. So um, check that out. It's, uh, all both of those are available at duelinggenre.com. And while you're there, uh, maybe click on the support button and, and check out our Patreon page and see if you uh, would be willing to throw a few bucks our way for some Be-blocks. extra content and uh, and uh, help us reach some uh, stretch goals as we uh, get going. One of those stretch go- goals is, uh, see, we're on Friday now. And if we had, uh, if we reached our first stretch goal at 250 a month, um, we would be doing a Back to the Future No Roads edition this weekend. And you'd be able to listen to that. So, uh you want another episode of Back to the Future Minute every week, support us on Patreon and we'll get there. So um, I think that's it. May all uh, your crack undrumped. What was it? Numped. Numped. May all of your crags be numped. I love my numped. lady numps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all your crags be numped and all your <laughs> ripples be biffed. May all, <laughs> may all of your uh, – if you find yourself tranked out in a in – a, in an alleyway, may Officer Reese and Foley gently fly you home. Oh, God, this really was a great week, wasn't it? So good. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, goodbye, Lobos. Bye, Reese Lobos. and Foley out. <laughs> Reese and Foley out.